Who is really Israel? By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. All of humanity was meant to be a revelation of God. What I mean by this is, each one of us is a reflection of some special facet of our Father. Together, as one unit, his family, as a whole, was to be a representation of the physical manifestation of God on the earth. Starting with Eve, mankind so disappointed God, however, that he destroyed all but eight people. Genesis chapter 6, verses 6 through 7. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man, whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing, and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. Genesis chapter 6, verses 17 and 18. And behold, I myself am bringing flood waters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you, eight in all. Out of the eight a multitude grew, and a man was raised up that God would consider a friend. The descendants of this friend would become his family. The friend was Abraham. James chapter 2 verse 23 And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. The Almighty chose to start his family, growing and multiplying through Jacob, or as he renamed him, Israel. He was a grandson of Abraham and the son of Isaac. These were men God made an everlasting covenant with that would be valid whether their descendants were faithful or not. Genesis chapter 17 verse 9 And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, throughout their generations. Jacob had twelve sons, and from these children, the nation of Israel came about. As a nation, though, they became stiff-necked and rebellious, and finally fell out of favor with God. Jeremiah chapter 11, verses 7 through 11. For I earnestly exhorted your fathers in the day I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, until this day, rising early and exhorting, saying, Obey my voice. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but everyone followed the dictates of his evil heart. Therefore, I will bring upon them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but which they have not done. And the Lord said to me, A conspiracy has been found among the men of Judah and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They have turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers, who refused to hear my words and they have gone after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant, which I made with their fathers. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will surely bring calamity on them, which they will not be able to escape. And though they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. 
God tells us in the word that he is still the God of all the families of Israel. However, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 1. At the same time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. He does not say he is the God of this world's families. Here's the key. Israel is the name of God's earthly family, not special bloodlines. If you think about it, we're all one blood. We're all of Adam. Acts chapter 17, verse 26. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. He has made a way, however, for anyone that wants to be a part of his family to enter into his household, but they must be born again through God to be his true child, and only a child that has God for their father can be a member of his kingdom, his household, and his heir. John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Again, flesh and blood, or our natural bloodlines, do not make us Israel, nor will our natural family line make us eligible to inherit the kingdom. All descendants of Adam, including Abraham and Jacob, have fallen short and disappointed God. Romans chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. What then? Are we better than they? Not at all, for we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Now let us read Hebrews chapter 8, verses 8 through 9. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, says the Lord, or annulled the covenant of Moses. Christ has made a way for all humanity to return to God, and this offer is there for the Hebrew people as well as the Gentiles. It is an individual decision. They must come through Jesus, however. Romans chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. But it is not that the word of God has taken no effect, for they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor are they all children, because they are the seed of Abraham. But in Isaac your seed shall be called. That is, those who are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted as the seed. Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 29. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. How gracious of God to allow us, 
you, me, to be born into his family. But guess what? After we are born again into Israel, we must remain true to the Lord and obedient to his kingdom. There are covenant promises and household rules set by the Father. We must not return to our worldly Adamic ways, or we will fall and be no different spiritually than Adam and Eve. Galatians chapter 4 verse 9 But now after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? You see, in the beginning, just like one that has been born again, Adam and Eve, newly created creatures, were also in God's image, and the whole earth was given them for a home. They lawlessly sold out to Satan, however, and allowed the rebel to establish his kingdom here. The whole world now lives under Satan's evil influence. Again, this is why we, who are born over again and are in God's image, new creatures and a vital part of God's family, are not to return to Satan's kingdom for any reason other than ministry. This means we turn our eyes away from the pleasures and systems of this world and concentrate on trying to understand God's way of doing things. It also means we get to know and be a part of His people and seek only the pleasures His kingdom offers. We must grow and mature as a valuable member of God's household. Romans, the 8th chapter, tells us. Romans, chapter 8, verses 5 through 8. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. In other words, these are the lawless. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. In closing, as one unit, this unique family is to be in one accord and remain as the definition of their name, Israel, implies. Israel means powerful, prevailing prince, soldier of God, one who rules with the Almighty. This is the awesome identity Jesus has made possible for humanity once again through rebirth. Let's not give it over to Satan a second time, as did Adam and Eve.